0: so funny Now, listen come on vermin they, i I told you from the start they're gonna treat you like the bernie sanders of the libertarians <laughs> there's no way they're gonna let oh, you yes. in no, I, they were, I, they're gonna I, use your, your fan base to, to get you to boost you up and they're gonna be a bait and switch and take your fans and push them all over to whatever the nominee was gonna be and that's why spike cohen is in there now he's on fox news every day i said it was gonna happen from the get-go you knew it god damn it you didn't listen to me vermin
1: yeah, I know. It, 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 was pretty, it, it was seductive. I mean, it was <laughs> it was an opportunity and it was an opportunity that I could not not take. You know, I mean, they asked me, hey, Vermin, do you want to run a serious campaign to try and do this? And I did. And it wasn't easy. It was a huge uh, drama fest. And uh, since that time, I get like ser- They hate me. They, I have a whole hate Vermin hating club um in the uh, in the libertarian party where it's like he makes us look no good people think we are a joke vermin bad
2: (laughs) uh... how's it going y'all long time no see
0: truly truly good good. excellent nice Uh.
2: I'm just uh I'm just adjusting your faces a wee bit. Uh while I'm doing okay. that
1: d- thank you. I, my face definitely needs a little adjusting. That's uh <laughs> that's what my wife keeps saying.
2: <laughs> while I uh while I do that, do you both wanna give your uh, an intro to yourselves and, and what you do, maybe and, and plug some socials and some great stuff?
1: Maybe. I don't know. Are we live or are we just warming
2: up? Oh we're live. Are we on You're you're we're live? Alive? You got you have 400, show- 450 people watching you right now.
1: You mean this is the show? The show is happening as we are speaking right this very minute,
2: live on air.
0: Holy crap! <laughs> Rod, did you hear that? We're live. Oh, on oh, TV. holy shit! Wait, we're doing this for real, Vermin? Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I I'm too
1: hot. I gotta take my pants off at least. No! Don't oh, do
2: geez. it again! Don't do it again, Vermin! You're doing me dirty. Okay, you got my von toasted last yeah.
0: time. Fuck! Oh, <laughs> right. F- I forgot all about
1: that. Did,
0: at least, at I least really wait until the end. That? <laughs> wait. Is that why I couldn't find that episode? Because my, my wiener was
1: shown
2: or something? No. You you put uh, what you consider what you call tasteful pony erotica on stream. And, and you're like, it is. It is but the most tasteful pony erotica you'll see. But it was, uh, it was definitely a little beyond what uh, Twitch allows on their platform on a regular basis. So.
1: Oh, I did not know that. It's, it's good to know.
2: Yes, uh, it's it's wonderful to see you both. By the way, uh, you're both uh, you're both radiant and glowing. I, I enjoy the uh, the background vermin especially. It looks like you're in the middle of yeah, a party.
1: I'm radioactive, and that's why I'm glowing so much. Nice.
0: I feel like I'm unaddressed. You, you you, are unaddressed. Let me address you, Rod. Hey, Rod, how you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? How was the movie that we made? It, it, well, once
1: again, when I was looking for somebody to make a, a, a live adaptation of iPony, Blueprint for a New America, I knew that Rod Weber was just the individual to uh, translate this book of fiction into a real world uh, story. And that in 2020, the dumpster fire once again. uh, uh, Out available now on iTunes and Apple and uh, some of the other ones, Google. Right? Do people watch that? I don't know. Um, But anyway, short money. It's it's an awesome movie. If you love the book, you will love the movie. It's one of those times where the movie is actually better than the book.
0: Or Um, am I right? Clean up your room. Um, Yes.
2: Um, I, 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 I'm going to start by saying, do do you want to, do you want to quickly just plug the, the movie, tell everyone what the dumpster fire is. I'm sure there's a lot of questions.
0: All right. Who's taking this from? Well, uh, once again, I I would
1: uh, like to warm up the crowd uh, that, that may or may not be familiar with the. You or your work, uh, but Rod is a uh, longtime collaborator of mine, or I, I with he. It's hard to tell at this point who's collaborating with who. I guess when you have a collaboration, it's it's with each other. Uh, but Rod is a, a filmmaker, uh, some might say a compulsive filmmaker, uh, a man who is driven to make films and make movies. And uh, ever since I've known him, he has been uh, involved in, in creating uh, movies and, and films and and. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing that he does. It's, it's a crazy uh, hobby and, and habit and uh, something, uh, an addiction, if you will, an addiction, making these films. And, uh, of course, uh, I guess, uh, shoot, I guess we could rattle off a few of those movies. I mean, yes, uh, when I first became aware of Rod, he, he had made a, a documentary on uh, Tiny the Terrible, who was a, a little person uh wrestler of uh, uh, African-American descent, as if that makes a difference, but he had a, an amazing hook, and he was running for mayor of Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and uh, Rod followed him on this crazy uh, journey of his candidacy for mayor of Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Uh, he did a couple, uh, Rod made several um, sequels to that movie, I guess ultimately it was a trilogy based on uh, the insane, crazy adventures that this uh, particular character got himself involved in. Um, what what year was that, Rod? Uh,
0: I started filming in 2004. We uh, released uh, A Man Among Giants in 2008. 2009 was American Psych Ward. And in 2012 and 2013, uh, we filmed uh, The World According to Tiny about his quote-unquote ghetto-altered superheroes. Um, that is still, as of yet, unreleased as the 2016 election came along and I, uh, I I got involved with these uh, these Hollywood types that uh, that wanted to uh, help me with uh, the distribution of my films. Nathan Oliver, our uh, our wonderful uh, producer/salesperson who's now on us uh, with uh, This is Vermin Supreme and Flowers for Peace and uh, 2020 the Dumpster Fire. So, well, I was um, going to get
1: to those other movies in the lead oh. up in, in your intro, of course. Um and then right around what uh 2016 or so, I guess uh Rod Weber, who's not only a filmmaker, but he is a, a performance artist in his own right. Uh, if he accepts that uh, terminology, uh, I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, like like labels, and, and that's a label that I think is thrown his way. Uh, but he is a, a political uh, performance artist, and um, he uh, took my advice. I, I think I think that's fair to say uh, about the New Hampshire primary, and uh, what an amazing spectacular opportunity uh, it is to screw with politicians uh back in 2016 and uh rod ran a campaign for uh the presidency of america as a flower man and he was hmm. very well known uh, he was uh vine famous and he would give flowers to the various candidates and ask them to pray for world peace and uh it was a great stick. it was a great bit uh like i say the new hampshire primary which is where i became sort of famous Uh, is such a a ripe uh, opportunity for any, it's a canvas, if you will, uh, because it it is the New Hampshire primary. It's the smallest state in the union. It's the first uh, primary state and media from all around the world comes there. And every last damn candidate who's ever running for president shows up there. And uh, so I have used that to my advantage over the years. And uh, Rod uh, decided to do that also in a very exciting and affecting way. And, of course, it was all uh, good fun and and laughs uh, until it turned bad. Uh, And uh, until he uh, crossed the path of uh, Mr. Donald Trump, uh, whose uh, goon squad uh, treated him very uh, violently and unwelcomely. And um, that turned into a whole nother parallel lawsuit, which isn't a movie because it would probably be a pretty boring movie if it was. It would just be Ron filing legal papers. But nonetheless, be that as it may. Um, shortly after uh, the the Flowers for Peace movie, and then he went out to uh, North Dakota to the Standing Rock uh, uh, protests and, and encampment and uh, made another uh, documentary, um, uh, The War of North Dakota. Yes? The War in North yes. Dakota? The, 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 war, the oh. war of North Dakota, um, which was a, another a, amazing movie, an amazing document, uh, because, of course, uh, Rod is not just a filmmaker. He's a sort of a... I guess, a, a journalist of some sort. I mean, I, I don't know if uh, he takes the term, but, um, you know, he, he does document, I guess, documentarian, I guess, documentarian. Uh, um, and so he was out there and he made that documentary. Um, and then uh, when he was cutting those movies together, um, he realizes that he had a huge folder of Vermin Supreme um, cuts because um, we, we traveled the same circles. We were in the same places at the same time doing similar things. And that turned into a movie called "This Is Vermin Supreme," uh, which is available on Vimeo. You can watch that right now if you wanted to. Um, and then um, it, it's a great movie. It's the best movie. If you love documentaries uh, that feature Vermin Supreme, it is definitely one of the best. A totally it's like the movie. third. Like,
2: <laughs> the third yeah, best Vermin movie. What's what's? Can you give that. us a, a tantalizing sample of something that is revealed in the documentary?
0: Well, uh, 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 Vermin has an argument with Sean Astin, the most famous of the hobbits, uh, at the uh, Rhode Island Comic Con in uh, 2016. Um, and uh, during that argument, Sean Astin reveals that, much like Vermin, he is an ar- anarchist.
2: Whoa. Wow! Yes. I had no idea. That's How amazing. Because it yeah.
0: it's, it's not true. He's he's a he's a Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, he but
1: nonetheless, be- Mr. Sean Aston was uh, uh, was played along with us to the point he was sort of a little bit enamored uh, with me uh, that he read dialogue uh, that yep. I had prepared and we used it in the film without his explicit permission. And it's really, really great. I mean, he,
0: he's saying well, stuff like... Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold on, Furman. Uh, we, okay, I we, we did let him imply. know that we were filming. You did give him a script. Uh, we, we had permission for that. He just didn't know that uh, I, I was going to put us into outer space. Um, <laughs> and a little okay. spaceship.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, so you. Should, that's a great movie because it's sort of a prequel to uh, 2020 The Dumpster Fire... If, sort of, but not really,
0: uh, but yes.
1: sort of, we could,
0: we could I, say it. I, 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 mean. I, I believe he would say that the uh, 2020, the dumpster fire is the sequel uh, to uh, this is from Supreme and flowers for peace, uh, which are, are concurrent uh, storylines. Uh, the, the first one being rod with vermin as a sidekick. <laughs> and the second one being vermin with rod as a sidekick or, or flower man, I should say.
2: While they're not like canonically connected, is there a spiritual trilogy of sorts between these three films? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: I would say yes. I mean, it's almost a quadrilogy of films, if you want to include.
0: In in, in fact, uh, one of the things that we are hoping to uh, pitch to our distributor is the concept of the Political Outsiders series. Uh, Much like Tiger Man, this would be the the Tiger Man of – Outsider wackadoodle uh, politicians, starting from uh, the Tiny the Terrible movies and Vermin's movies uh, directed by uh, Vic David. You've got Vote Jesus. You've got Vermin's movie with Steve, directed by Steve Ondrick called Who Is Vermin Supreme? And obviously, this is Vermin Supreme. My film is uh, kind of a, a response to that. Uh, all, all in total, I, I, I believe there's eleven of them um, because Steve's actually working on a new one called uh, The Church of Euthanasia. Uh, uh, about uh, Vermin's uh, fake cult in the 1990s <laughs> uh, performance art group. Um,
2: well, and, I'll, uh, I'll and, say this. And now it's, he's
0: doing the Macarena. <laughs>
2: this is the first time I've actually had two presidential candidates on my show before. So maybe you could explain to me a little bit about what it is to be both uh, the flower guy and Vermin Supreme and how wackadoodle politics works for anyone who doesn't quite understand.
0: Uh, well, I would say that uh, it's uh, it's it's based on a moral conviction uh, that uh, there there is no attempting to win. And this motherfucker winning is simply going out there and calling out power, uh, g- going to the politicians and uh, saying to them, listen, you, you don't have any clothes on. I, I, I saw what you did there. Um, and uh, whether it be uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump or, or any of these people, uh, time and time and time again, it's the act of presenting something weird. Which makes them react in a way that's more truthful than any standard journalist uh, could uh, evoke, um, and and I, I think that was the big thing that I learned from Vermin, uh, seeing him do it before myself. Because initially, as I said in the in the films with Tiny, uh, I was I was simply behind the camera. I I you know I view myself as an artist, and I certainly did uh, uh, my share of performance art back in the day. Um, But it wasn't really until I saw how goddamn easy it was uh, just to walk out to the New Hampshire primaries and say, hey, now I'm at a Jeb Bush rally. Hey, uh, I'm going to work my way into this and I'm going to get this guy to invite me (laughs) onto stage at at 24 rallies uh, praying for peace. I mean, like of of all the the, the weird things that I could have gotten to happen, uh, I I, I I just couldn't have imagined um, that that kind of shit would happen. Um, and and then, of course, uh, you know, one of my heroes, uh, Vermin right here, uh, you know, joined along with me. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think it's been a wonderful ride. That's awesome. Absolutely.
1: Uh, absolutely. I mean, once again, of course, uh, you know, a fringe candidacy. Uh, you know, the, the beautiful thing about America, as I pointed out last time, was, you know, anybody can run for president. And and it, it's a very simple thing to do. All you have to do is say, I'm running for president. and It becomes this self-declarative fact and nobody can dispute that fact because you said you are, and therefore you are, especially if you are. And, uh, you know, you don't have to get the votes. You don't have to get, uh, money. You, you don't have to campaign really, but you can. And if you have a hook and, uh, you have something to say. And, uh, I and found that, you know, sati- satire and humor and, uh, satirical presentations and absurdism, um, are a really solid hook that really uh, captures people's imagination. It captures their attention um, and they can't really deny it. They can't look away from it. And uh, especially when you're, you, you allow yourself to insert yourself uh, into these situations, uh, portraying a, a character or a lunatic or simply a disgruntled individual. Uh, and of course, it's different than your standard bird dogging. Because, of course, during the uh, New Hampshire primaries and others, um, you know, uh, it's a whole hobby. A lot of people get together and they go ask questions and they they call that bird dogging. But if you can up the ante and really have a full on presentation that, that brings it into a whole nother level, a whole nother dimension, um, you know, it, it's very hard to ignore, and, uh, and oftentimes it breaks through that, uh, that barrier, that the media barrier, and, and will get picked up. Um, so, yeah, I, I find it's a very effective uh, communication strategy. Um, for me, of course, it's, it's the rubber boot. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a magical boot. You know, it's, it's amplified my free speech millions of times and allowed me to communicate with people all over the world. And if you were to just uh, say that, you know, if I did not have the boot, if I was just a regular dude wearing a regular suit on the street corner talking about this or that, it just would have just wouldn't have the impact. Whereas we have found a way to impact.
0: And, you know, I would say that these elections, uh, I mean, they're really a year and a half long, 24 seven moving theater production. Uh, We're just there to hijack their bullshit. Uh, whether it be song and dance numbers or literally with puppets. One of the big ones during 2016, John Kasich was so shameless. You remember gon- John Kasich, mm-hmm. uh, the governor of Ohio? He spent so much time sucking up to a puppet, a literal puppet named Triumph the Insult Comedy Dog. Um, <laughs> and oh, my God, uh, it got to know uh, Robert Smigel, the guy who voices it and and and, and does the puppet. And uh, work my way into the Kasich rallies through uh, Smigel and the Puppet Dog, uh, at which point... he he started uh, inviting me on stage to play David Bowie songs on guitar, which was, uh, you know, it was a whole other level of weird beyond the Jeb Bush thing. I know that, you know, Vermin had a lot of success uh, with John McCain, who uh, seemed to be partial to uh, uh, my uh, song and dance and and the flowers. Lindsey Graham uh, took a shining to it. And then uh, finally there was uh, Rick Santorum. (laughs) Oh God, the Rick Santorum stuff was great, uh, which I think at this point, I'm going to leave it off with Vermin on that one. Um, tell us about Rick, would you?
1: Well, I, I've, I've had a, a fun time with Rick uh, throughout the years, in fact, throughout the years. Um, back when I made the, the Vote Jesus movie uh, in 2008, I was uh, presenting myself as Ken Stevenson, who was a right-wing fundamentalist presidential candidate uh, who was against sodomy and anti-sodomite. And uh, I met was Rick. It, in was, form, was it a one-platform
2: campaign? Uh, like, Did you have one thing that you talked about? It was just sodomy?
1: Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. Um, that was my main, main <laughs> I'm a
2: point. one. I'm a one issue candidate. OK, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is not if true. you're against God you for me. And so I, I had a, an encounter with Rick Santorum where I played a, a clueless where my character was clueless. And I asked him, Mr. Santorum, some of my secular friends tell me that you don't like men with dogs. And of course, reference in uh, his famous dog fucking uh, yeah c- equating gay sex with dog. Fuck. And he do- he did this beautiful dance around it, which was like, "Oh no, I think pets are beautiful. I think <laughs> men should have pets. I myself have have a a, a golden retriever." And it was a, it was a really funny thing uh, because he just deflected and didn't address the real situation at hand.
2: That's hilarious. Uh,
1: and- during '12, it occupied the primary. Uh, we had a. Uh-oh. A Wonderful time with oh. Rick. You know, we had all the occupiers, occupy Wall Streeters out there and uh, Rick Santorum's uh, election space that he had. Uh, too small. It got too crowded. The uh, fire marshal got called in. And so he chased every they, they moved it all outside to where the where he was surrounded by protesters. And so we just got to heckle him throughout his event. At one point, um, he, did, he wasn't prepared to, to speak. He had no amplification. And so one of his campaign staff wanted to borrow my megaphone. And so I, I took the guy's car keys. I lent him my megaphone. I was afraid I'd never see it again. And it, it passed all the way up. And Rick Santorum picked up my bullhorn. He looked at it. He saw that it had a sticker that's bold as day said Vermin Supreme on it <laughs> and wisely declined. Um, it was mm-hmm. one of the top 10 missed photo opportunities. And I think it it was at that event that I asked to marry me and (laughs) and like that. But then so then we had a callback because callbacks are a great thing in comedy. And sometimes you just have to wait four years for that callback. And so in 2016, uh, we were at the uh, Cleveland uh, Republican National Convention. Uh, We had been working hard, just doing all sorts of crazy shit uh, in that in that environment. And late one night, uh, cut wandering out of the convention center after everybody else, there he was, Rick Santorum. <laughs> and i uh, boy. Meeting, and it was like nobody was on the street. It was him, maybe one other, two other people. Yep. Uh, this woman who was extremely unthrilled with us, and we just started hugging on him, and I started like t- taunting him about like me beating him in New Hampshire because I got more votes than him and shit. <laughs> and uh, Rod was. Rod was all over him. and Oh, oh Rod, I forgot you're, you're throwing flowers at his feet. That was in 2016 also?
0: Yeah, so so uh, right prior to that, um, I had uh, pulled uh, a, a bunch of uh, slip and dip uh, actions uh, with uh, Mike Huckabee and uh, Santorum, and um, I had uh, just gone to this rally of his, and it a very small room. They have this this Irish pub in Iowa that everyone goes to, and I stood in the back with the top hat and the... Uh, And uh, the flowers in my beard, and was absolutely freaking everyone out. They're trying to push me out the door, Uh, and um, my uh, my tactic at that time was uh, simply to to play along nicely to whatever they were doing. I was not trying to be disruptive in in any sort of way. Uh, Waited till the very end, and he starts giving this speech about uh, when we go to uh, Washington, they're not going to throw flowers at your feet. Uh, uh, You know, to which it was like it was it seemed like it was a cue. I I threw the bouquet of of flowers uh, it fell to his feet all these little fans uh, uh, clapped and he was morbidly embarrassed because he did not intend for this to happen, and they thought that th- this was all of a sudden some kind of uh, thing written into the script. So um, <laughs> when Rick uh, stumbled out of the convention center in Cleveland uh, with uh, uh, Vermin and I, uh, it, was, it, was, it was that uh, perfect turnaround uh, where not only uh, did Vermin get to get him for part two, so did I. Um, and, uh, th- th- there was this, this, what was, there wasn't, this, there was this chocolate candy store down the street and somehow you were working that into a, a metaphor about uh, the chocolate and the Santorum and, um, and, uh, I don't know. It was, it, oh, was, it was just was, a good time was, all I mean, around.
1: He, he, he was at our mercy. I mean, he <laughs> was, we owned him. We owned him. he Like we, we had rented out, Rick Santorum for about 10 minute walk. We just walked with him and, and uh, then, then as he was leaving, I just shouted out, "Rick Santorum, save us! Oh my God, look over there! Men are fucking dogs!" Save us! <laughs> it, was, it was so good. Oh. I love,
3: oh
0: I love how you're just 100%. like fucking with Rick Santorum professionally. Oh
3: fuck,
0: yeah. Um, that, that was a good time. Are
2: you are you both going to be employing any of these? Uh, let's just say, advanced techniques uh, in the 2022 midterms coming up?
0: I, I don't want to ruin any surprises with that. Ah, they're they're uh, in you the you works. You never know. Um, a- a- Andy no you know who Andy no is, right? Oh, yes. Andy Ngo is, oh, yes. is appearing at a rally in New Hampshire tomorrow night. And what? I don't know if I will be bringing uh, any Santorum with me, but... Um, <laughs> I, 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 uh, you know, I, I definitely think we're going to have some fun with them. I'll tell you that much. I I I don't know if that's part of an election, but it's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Oh, that's exciting! I, I
1: hear he likes mil- I hear he likes milkshakes.
0: He oh, does? hey, there you go, milkshakes.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Where can we Where can we find this uh, interview? Uh oh, uh,
0: with uh, Santorum?
2: Uh, no, with with no the the upcoming one. If If you wanted to watch it tomorrow. Or, or is it going to be up oh, on like uh, one of your channels in, in the next day or two? I, I,
0: I assume that I'll just post it on um uh, my Twitter, my Facebook, YouTube, all the usual ones. It's a uh, Rod Weber, uh, S in Roderick, not to be confused with Robert, like R O D W E B B E R. And um, I don't know. I guess we have Dumpster Fire Film. I might post it up there as well. Um, yeah. He he ripped off some of your footage, uh, didn't
2: he? Oh, was he using? Has he used your footage without uh, without consent on Twitter before?
0: Oh uh, yeah, Andy. No, uh, there, there was there was this big thing uh, uh, back during the 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 Chaz and the Chop and uh, the and the protest in uh, uh, Portland, Oregon. So if if you remember, there was uh, something like a hundred plus days and nights of uh, protesting that was going there in Portland. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to convey to the average person uh, who wasn't able to be there, the average person that only, or and especially the ones that only see Fox News and the fires and, and the and the smashing and all of this stuff. Um, I wanted to point out that uh, during the daytime, uh, it was absolute peace um all, all through the uh, baseball park that was nearby and the, and the courthouse uh where the protests primarily took place uh there was uh, families uh, you know women and children and and dogs and cats uh, living together uh they had this thing called ride ribs there was something i believe they had uh, i think 18 uh grills uh, and they'd give out free food to everyone um uh a virtual anarchist utopia. I mean, in the Peter Kropotkin sort of way, not in the Mad Max way. Um, uh, but at night after night, um, the feds would come out of the courthouse and they would give the order to disperse. Um, so, uh, and, and and this is what would cause the protesting. So the protesters there were uh, effectively just protesting for their right to protest. And your, your average person just didn't see this. Um, but so on one of these days, uh, there was a group of... Um, African American women uh, with toddlers, uh, age ages maybe two to four, um, uh, that had uh, signs with them saying "fuck the police," and it was the most beautiful thing that I that I'd seen. Um, uh, I wasn't specifically setting out to make a video of this. It was I I talked to them for you know <laughs> under thirty seconds, just saying hello and um it was it was part of a larger uh, live stream of me showing uh, the the peaceful environment that was there. I didn't think anything of it. Um, but I found out, uh, maybe uh, I think it was it was a couple months later. i I, I didn't even know about it., um, but uh, Andy No had taken this footage. And posted it as his own uh, one of his sock accounts called Brittany31, uh, which he then used to sell to uh, Lara Ingraham at Ingraham Angle. Um, and so this was pointed out to me a couple months later, uh, and uh, caused uh, quite a kerfuffle. Uh, and so I reached out to the producers at their show and, um, eh, you know, basically uh, sent them to some links uh, for for my Trump lawsuit. And um and, you know, showed them that I am uh, a jailhouse lawyer of sorts. Uh, I am not barred by the American Bar Association, uh, but I uh, ran a successful lawsuit against Donald Trump uh, in which uh, he was forced to pay me twenty thousand dollars. And the Manchester police gave me 15 for a total of thirty five thousand uh, dollars. So uh, this is something that they understand. Um, and they very quickly got on the phone with me uh, when the, uh, I, I Throughout this uh, litigious talk, uh, basically verifying that Andy Ngo uh, had been uh, the thief of this material. Uh, unfortunately, at that time, uh, I was uh, balls deep in the Trump lawsuit. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I made the choice. I, 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 I had knowing that lawsuits are a, a, essentially a, a gentleman's agreement to, to, to decide how much money it is to do a crime. Uh, I, I, knew that that was the only thing that was going to come of this in the end. Uh, so I could actually put forward the lawsuit and maybe they give me a hundred grand or whatever it is, or, uh, I could take their piddly, uh, settlement, uh, which was, uh, $5,000 and use that, uh, to continue, uh, the lawsuit against Trump. And I, you know, that strategy was successful in that, uh, then I did have the funds to keep going. I. I, I because as you might see, we are not a massive uh, film company here, um, and uh, it's it's not an easy task uh, to uh, to fight against uh, you know a couple dozen. It, Trump literally had a couple dozen lawyers uh, close. I think it was twenty four <laughs> at the peak uh, going against Little O me. Um, can, and can you explain they, why? Like
2: what, what's the what's the origins of to that?
0: Bury me in paperwork.
2: So sorry. Well, can again. you can you can you explain what the the origins of that was? Like why were why was um. Why was Trump going after you? Does it does it stem back to that viral video of you being at a rally and giving him the Bible quote?
0: Uh, Yes, Um, uh, but it was. uh, So what happened is uh, I was at this uh, Rochester, New Hampshire rally. And um, he was not the presumptive nominee at this time. He was uh, basically uh, working on his stand up comedy routine and he he would run out of material uh, relatively quickly. And at this stage, after talking for about 20 minutes, he's like, hey, does anyone have anything you want to talk about? And people were just throwing out ideas. And so I shouted out Bible verse. And he said, hey, you know, what's your favorite one? Um, and there was a woman going around with a microphone, but uh, and, which I was trying to wait for. And he says, you know, that, you know, just, just shout it out. Um, so it, it it gave this look on the television like I was interrupting it. CNN said that I'd interrupted his rally, and it's just not true. Um, he had asked me to say this Bible quote, uh, which was First Timothy 3, 1 to 7, it's noble to seek the office of overseer, but he who does should be above reproach, sober-minded, not quarrel, so Maryland wants not a lover of money. What sayest thou, Mr. Trump? Uh, you know, to which he uh, responded, Oh boy, am I in trouble? Oh boy, am <laughs> I in trouble? And the crowd booed. And, and I got to say to myself, you know, what kind of Christians would uh, boo the Bible uh, if this ostensibly what you Trumpers uh, claim to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they roughed me up afterwards. And at a... Uh, they, a they being Trump Trump supporters? Called
2: Sorry, they, they being Trump supporters roughed you up afterwards? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Um, so and th- so that was early on be, be, uh, before uh, getting roughed up at Trump rallies was a thing. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was I was a little bit surprised by it, um, but uh, you know I I got through it and decided to go to this other event a week later called No Labels Problem Solvers, uh, which was supposed to be this nonpartisan think tank, uh, which in reality was just kind of a, uh, pushing forward neo lib neo con uh, the bullshit uh, put forward by. Uh, joe lieberman and friends uh but you know across the spectrum you had like bernie sanders uh, was there uh, chris christie and you know trump was one of the speakers and so i got a spot up at the front and uh and uh, they were they were having all kinds of microphone problems and they literally had this uh this kid in a superhero suit running around with a cape uh called no labels man and trying to get you know and it's just the microphones weren't working there was all kinds of problems uh, on a technical level and so once again um uh as Trump had, was wrapping up his speech, there was a, you know, a scheduled Q&A and Q, the Q&A mic wasn't working. And since I was five feet away from him, I just uh, I just stood up uh, like a proper journalist, raised my hand and said, uh, I was roughed up at your uh, previous rally in Rochester. Can you speak to that? And right as he's responding, they, someone plugged in the mic and there was a lot of uh, noise and I didn't quite hear his, uh, his quip, which was, you look healthy to me. All I heard was laughter, and then uh, an FBI guy tapped me on the shoulder, uh, which turned out to be his uh, head of security, uh, Edward Deck, um, and he said that I needed to go down to the back to get the microphone. So I played along, kind of knowing that he was bullshitting me, went to the back, and there's no microphone, so I turned around and go back to my seat, and they made a wall. (laughs) Uh, you know, a wall of Trumpers. And they said, I need to go. And I said, uh, this isn't your rally. Uh, You know, who who do you work for? What's your authority, et cetera, that kind of stuff. So I stood my ground, as the Republicans tell you to do. (laughs) Um, And, you know, they ended up calling over uh, an off-duty cop who's who's in uniform, uh, which is a weird one. So he's acting under color of law. Um, and uh, so I, I, I'm not going to bore you with all the legal things, but long story short, he grabbed me from behind and Edward Jack joined in. So when he did that, it's called acting under color of law, uh, which means that he— and the Donald Trump campaign and a- any of the uh, associated people are uh, responsible via something called respond Yet superior, which is just, you know, to respond to the superior. And uh, uh, so they took me outside. They detained me. then released me. I tried to press charges. And um, basically, uh, when I did that, they performed a retaliatory arrest. And then so I spent like the next three years as I'm doing all this other stuff um, j- just trying to find a lawyer. And when I couldn't find one. I just decided to learn how to become one myself and, uh, and filed a lawsuit and, and beat his ass.
2: Wow. I, like, I, and you know what's wild about all this is I don't think this is a story that a lot of people know. How did, how did that get turned into the movie and how did that subsequently start, uh, start the process of the movie maybe getting cancelled as well?
0: Um, So, uh, that was, uh, you know, something that I'd been uh, working into the presidential campaign, even going back to 2016. Um, You can see actually uh, Steve Onderick, who's the director of the other uh, Vermin movie, uh, uh, was there to uh, film me getting turned down by uh, the Secretary of State there. Um, and it was uh, just kind of one of those talking points uh, where I would, uh, you know, say to the various people on the campaign trail uh, that we don't have a real democracy if if not everyone can run, then. Um You know, you know, what is this thing? What is this experiment that we're doing here? Um, Is is this the grand democracy? Is is this, uh, you know, the future that we want to work towards? Um, And so I guess by the time uh, 2020 rolled around, I was doing similar things, except uh, this time I, uh, you know, kind of in a rush. I put on this this silver helmet uh, wanting to evoke this uh, spaceman vibe when I went to go file, uh, you know, to get on the register uh, in, in, in November of 2019. And, um, the the meme that was going around at the time was Epstein didn't kill himself. And so I just painted that on a sign and showed up and called myself Epstein didn't kill himself, Weber, just to <laughs> fuck with them. Um, and, uh, so obviously that, uh, went viral and then I sort of became known as Epstein didn't kill himself, Weber. And when they asked about the helmet, I said that, well, oh, I just, I was wearing it to protect myself from, From all you, you bad motherfuckers. I I don't know what these Epstein people are going to do anymore, Uh, which kind of uh, then turned into this thing uh, where I was actually. uh, So I also do uh, visual art and painting. I'd been invited to this art show at Art Basel, Miami, or actually a a satellite fair. Um, And that's when um, there was this guy who duct taped a banana to the wall. Um, his name is, uh, Marisa Catalan. Um, and this other artist, uh, David Tuna ate the banana off the wall and, uh, it was just, no, no one could stop talking about the damn thing all week. And so once he ate it, uh, knowing a little bit about the law, I knew that they had actually set precedent. And so there's a thing called the five points case in Brooklyn, uh, where, uh, actually they, the, these graffiti artists sued the owner of this building for removing their graffiti, uh, without checking with them um and uh so i i did a little research and uh you know decided to go and do this uh this performance art stunt if you want to call it that uh and that led to uh much more shenanigans and silliness and of course uh you know to a certain point uh you know uh you know vermin uh And, uh, you know, some of his friends joined in on this, uh, uh, especially uh, Babs, who's on the Team Supreme, uh, would go around with my Epstein didn't kill himself sign. And um, I ended up just going to a lot of Trump rallies and I would tell them, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm running for President Epstein didn't kill himself, Weber, Uh, not because I dislike President Trump. I do love President Trump deeply. But in order to get Mike Pence out of there, uh, I have to run. And what would you think? Uh, about uh, just writing me in as vice president and we'll get Mike Pence out of there. And almost across the board, uh, these uh, these Trumpers uh, uh, applauded this uh, this uh, troll that uh, uh, I had participated in for for a number of months. And it just it became another uh, let's say the 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 campaigns evolved. A uh, I, I, I vermin didn't start out uh, with free ponies for all or mandatory dentistry. Um, I'm sure he can tell you more about the evolution of these things. But uh, with me, it was a spontaneous thing. I put on the helmet. It was a spontaneous thing. That was the meme of the day. And um, if 22, 2022 22 comes around uh, for some kind of gubernatorial race or or whatever it may be next time, you know, we'll we'll just roll with whatever it is. Um, but so that, I mean, the first half of the movie is it's very, uh, tongue in cheek. It's lighthearted. Uh, it's, it's to make people laugh. It's to make people think. And then, you know, there was the George Floyd stuff and the second half is pretty fucking dark. Um, and it's a lot of coverage of, uh, you know, those, you know, the, the, the rallies, um, you know, which is where, uh, you know, the, the thing with Andy, No happened, uh, to, to bring it all back in time. <laughs> the callback. Yes. Um, and oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It's a great movie. I, I, I saw the movie. It's it's a really good movie. You should definitely check out this movie, man. It's called 2020 The Dumpster Fire. And it's like all about it, man. It is about Rod Webber, like getting people's panties in a bunch, if I can say that. I don't mean that in a misogynic way or anything like that. No, no. Um, Anyway, can, can I, I, I just wanted to say right now that I'm smoking out of the glass of vermin pipe. <laughs> <and> <laughs> That's fucking glass amazing. Glass pipe. And, and Who makes those? You do, go to verminsupreme.com slash shop. I just wanted to say that right now. <laughs> verminsupreme.com slash shop. That's all. And, and I'll more I'll plug more later. Um, but yeah, but d- 2020 the dumpster fire what what's the URL? That's
0: 2020 the dumpster fire film or uh, no, 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 no. There's no 2020. It's just dumpsterfirefilm.com. Uh, dumpster fire. Then- Whoa, okay.
2: there's a lot of good products here. I see there's there's pipes and shirts. I'll grab some of these shirts for sure. Hey everyone, I've got yes, the Oh yeah. The, oh hey, The I, vermin I, pipe I, on uh, the camera I, right now. I
0: designed the
1: bumper sticker. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Rod made the official Vermin Supreme Head logo for the uh, 2020 campaign. It was very it was very pointy and very popular.
2: My
0: other car is a pony. Technically, it was the original uh, poster art for the 2016 film, uh, which was co-opted by the 2020 campaign. But what do I know?
1: That's that's fair. (laughs) That's fair that, that's that's what that's what it, being a meme is all about, stealing people's art, isn't it? oh absolutely
0: <laughs> and I mean, and I, I think that's uh, you know kind of what I was doing with the banana. I mean, one of the things that I learned from vermin and I would like to pass on to the younger generations because we need more people that are thinking like the yippies, the Mary pranksters uh, who go out there and do this stuff in real life and in person. Uh, you know one of the things that you know like and God bless all 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 the Gen Z that that goes out there and they weaponize TikTok and they're able to shut down a Donald Trump rally or make him look foolish or or whatever it may be. But there's there's nothing more satisfying than going out with that acoustic guitar and serenading Joe Biden singing, Joe Biden wrote the Patriot Act and knowing that he can't do anything about it. He's stuck there and he's forced to have to deal with me singing in his face, Joe Biden, you know, like just at the (laughs) top of my lungs, like Tom Waits or something. Uh, and there's, it's just full of like, uh, you know, lots of silly ass little things like that. You can see them on my Twitter. You can see them. I, I think some of them are over on uh, vermin's page too. I know, uh, it's, uh, Desiree, the camp, uh, Desiree Lindsay, who's uh, managing his campaign. I know, uh, started up a new vermin YouTube channel where you, Oh, sh- right. Sh-
1: That's right. Right. There, there's a vermin Supreme YouTube channel. And I will also plug my weekly, I, it's not a show, it's not a podcast, but every every Saturday at noon, um, I do High Noon with Vermin Supreme, and essentially it's me talking to the camera, uh, talking to the viewers, and uh, and smoking weed. So nice. if you like weed and you're not doing anything on twelve noon Eastern Standard Time, I'm there every Saturday for you. Okay, um, Smoke weed but yeah, I, that's on my YouTube. That's on my YouTube channel. But I'm thinking I might switch over to Twitch. I might be one of those Twitch affiliates cuz uh, i don't know why not why not uh, awesome I, uh, I
2: think i think you should start that uh, immediately and let me know and then we can we can raid into your twitch stream and bring everyone over there
1: oh ab- absolutely i have done a few shows because i don't know uh, if you know this or not but recently i uh, celebrated my 10 year meme anniversary i have been a meme 10 whole years congratulations uh, that is the, december 19th december 19th was the date that i dumped glitter on Randall Terry and became internet famous. <laughs> that was it. So, um, so I did a whole a whole week of programming uh, revolving around the ten year anniversary anniversary, and I uh, had invited every day for a week uh, a documentarian who had documented my work uh, somewhere during the last thirty years, and it was a pretty amazing week of pro- programming. And I think that's up there. And I think we're called. Real Vermin Supreme. That's amazing. <laughs> it's Twitter wild Twitter. It's wild
2: to think that I saw that meme, like, I guess a decade ago, because I remember when it was uh, being circulated.
1: Ross, and, was guess, and we talked all about the movie, just sort of like this, but different.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, people are asking, but, uh, what is your YouTube? It's YouTube.com slash Vermin Supreme, I assume, what right? What that? Your, tro- your YouTube is YouTube.com slash Vermin
0: Supreme? I guess. That's a good guess. No, that doesn't work. I'll find this thing it. On. I, I'm, also on, I'm also on Twitter. I, yeah, th- I think you're real Vermin Supreme on TikTok, uh, which is a fun little channel there. Uh, oh, we we, I, we, st- I, we started to post some things.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was funny. We, I, we didn't even know about TikTok. The only thing us old people knew about TikTok was it was a Chinese uh, information harvesting scam. And then uh, then I found out, it's like, Vermin, you're, you're famous on TikTok. There's like a million hashtags and i'm like what really
0: and
3: it was
1: like oh okay guess, guess we better get and that's why you have to that's why i was real vermin supreme because somebody stole uh my my name vermin supreme i, I don't know who these people are who use my name but it's weird right
0: <laughs> yep and you've got a uh, president vermin supreme on instagram or or vermin supreme president something like that
1: oh yeah it, it, i i went re-viral i guess recently i love vermin supreme i think that's a tiktok channel and I think they rehashed that whole greatest hits with the glitter bombing and it went viral again. So it, uh, it's, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Let me say that.
2: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever run for president again?
1: Um, it, it's sort of stupid not to, I mean, I've got such uh, a, <laughs> you know, recognition. It's, it's what brings yeah, I mean, that is my bread and butter publicity stunt every four years. Um, uh, it, it's one of the beautiful things about it is that, you know, I, it's like, do it. And then you got several years off. Uh, but in the meantime, you have a whole nother generation of kids coming up. Um, so it's like my audience is replenished um, every every four years. And because I've been doing it so long, it's gotten to the point where I will uh, if receive. Uh, parents will tell me that their children, their teenage or children are discovering Vermin Supreme
0: completely on their own. And uh, and that's I, pretty pretty I believe the word you're looking for is indoctrinated.
3: Uh,
1: yes, 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 uh, for sure. And, and of course, you know, I was able to parlay this uh, crazy um, Internet uh, nonsense and uh, meme into, a, you know, that legitimate sort of real uh, run for the Libertarian Party nomination uh, last uh, in 2020. And uh, that was uh, that was a pretty crazy and uh, dare I say, ballsy thing to attempt to uh, convince them that it was <laughs> such a good idea.
0: La 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 <laughs> la la, la. <laughs> uh, let's I, talk I, I don't remember that part.
3: <laughs>
0: that part. Yeah. That part is not in the movie. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't. Be. I don't know what Vermin just said. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll I, skip I, over that. I only that. know Verman from his satirical campaigns.
1: Of course. And in a perfect world, that, that's the way it is. But I was trying to sell that. Uh, oh, yeah, it'll, it'll work. This will work. No, no, you should really let, let it. And, and like, so close. So close.
0: So funny. Now, listen, come on, Vermin. I I told you from the start, they're going to treat you like the Bernie Sanders of the libertarians. <laughs> There's no way that- they're gonna let oh, you yes. in. No, they're they gonna I, use your your fan base to, to get you to boost you up, and they're gonna be a bait and switch and take your fans and push them all over to whatever the nominee was gonna be. And that's why Spike Cohen is in there now. He's on Fox News every day. I said it was gonna happen from the get go. You knew it. God damn it, you didn't listen to me, vermin.
1: Yeah, I know. It it, it was pretty. It, it was seductive. I mean, it was <laughs> it was an opportunity, and it was an opportunity that I could not not take. You know, I mean, they asked me. Hey, Vermin, do you want to run a serious campaign to try and do this? And I did. And it wasn't easy. It was a huge uh, drama fest. And uh, since that time, I get like, ser- they hate me. They, I have a whole Vermin hating club um, in, in, the, uh, in the in the Libertarian party where it's like, he makes us look no good. People think we are a joke. Vermin bad. <laughs> and, uh And and they they drag me and they dunk me and they they trash talk me on, on, uh, you know, on the Twitters mainly. And it's, you know, when it's one or two people hating you, I mean, okay Mm -hmm. I mean, Rod has always gotten a lot of hate. Rod has always got. I mean, you know, people people hate on Rod for years, but I wasn't really used to it. And it it took this uh, endeavor to really unleash a lot of assholes in my direction.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a a weird feeling.
1: So I'll probably do it again just because it annoys them so much at this point.
0: Nice. I, I think so. One of my, my, one of my favorite tweets was the one that said uh, Vermin Supreme is the best thing that's ever happened to the Libertarian Party. Uh, too bad it's come at the expense of Vermin Supreme's reputation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, there, there, was that, there was that side of it, too. That side of it, too. You know, I have. Uh, but I, I made a calculation. And I, at the time, I believed that I had a lot of political capital. Uh, that I was willing to burn and, uh, and I did, I, I, burned it in a fucking dumpster fire and <laughs> ah. now I got no, uh, I got no more political capital pretty much. I'm, I'm, I'm broke on the political capital. <laughs> so if you want to donate to my political capital fund, uh, please, uh, go to cameo.com slash vermin supreme because oh. nothing says I love you, Valentine, like a cameo greeting from vermin supreme cameo.com slash vermin supreme all proceeds to the vermin supreme institute for real
0: that's amazing Uh, and speaking of the dumpster fire if uh since i I think we only got 10 minutes left here uh there there was a the 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 thing that happened after the the filming of the movie you you asked me a little bit there and i I don't think i answered it so well um about the fbi investigations and and all these things that are happening uh if i could um i'd like to just touch upon that um so for those uh, who are uh, just finding their way in, into uh, the vermin verse here uh, the you know the little universe that we've created um, uh, there has been plenty of fun in games for sure there's free ponies mandatory dentistry and all those things mm-hmm. uh, but along the way as vermin says um he because he's got the boot on his head uh, somehow uh, gets treated as an elder statesman uh, who's in charge of things. Uh, he's able to deflect people. It's uh, it's some kind <sighs> of a ting-fied. magic wand of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I'm the man with a camera, and uh, for whatever reason, um, I become a magnet uh, for the police and FBI and um, all these various agencies. So even going back to the 2016 campaign, um, uh, my film crew and I were raided at the RNC, uh, oh. about, uh, which actually was precipitated by, uh, Alex Jones, or at least he had a part in it. Um, and so what had happened was, uh, Uh, There was a number of us who had gathered in a public square, which is the actual name of the public square in Cleveland. Um, uh, You'd see people like uh, Jesse Waters from Fox News and uh, other uh, various uh, lunatics uh, shoving microphones in your face. And um, I I saw from across the way, my God, it's him. It's Alex Jones in the flesh. My God. (laughs) He comes out and he starts uh, shouting oh yeah 1776 we're not gonna let hillary clinton and barack obama and black lives matter uh, co-opt our our country and you know he's you know shouting this kind of nonsense and obviously there's the folks with the red and black flags uh uh the, you know you got and 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 uh the anarchists the full-on communists uh uh, you know, basically getting you know, very close to them, but they were they were smart enough not to attack Alex in any sort of way. And Alex, at one point, decided, "My God, this this psyop isn't going the way that it was supposed to." I th- I thought it was going to uh, create some kind of a conflict with these these lefty anarchists. So he did this kind of a uh, football move oh, where he lunged at him yeah. with his shoulder, Um, and uh, the anarchist just uh, stepped back and he fell to the ground. <laughs> And um, a pig pile ensued, at which point the police came in and he got what he wanted. Uh, you may actually remember one of the live streams, uh, a clip that's always pulled out uh, during that. He says, oh, you know, these communists are really something else. That comes from that event that day where where he's uh, speaking in a minor way, favorably of communists. So, you know, so uh, we, uh, we, we
1: got credit for that in the press, didn't we, Rod?
0: We, we did. Now, we did. Vermin wasn't even at that one, uh, but Vermin and I were credited for starting the Alex Jones riot. Uh, uh, and <laughs> I think it was New York Daily News. Um, and so, again, it's just, you know, me always getting in trouble. Um, and Alex Jones goes on his live stream and he says, you, you wouldn't believe this. Uh, there, there were anarchists everywhere throwing uh, fists and punches, uh, buckets of urine and feces. You can't make this shit up, people. You can't make it up. Well, no, you're actually literally making it up, Alex, literally making it up. Uh, So the next morning we hear a rap, 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 uh, a rapping on the door and uh, it's the FBI. So I set up uh, GoPros uh, all around the house and um, I caught the entire thing happening. Uh, We told them under no circumstances are you giving permission to come in. And uh, they went and came in. Uh, We recorded them saying they didn't have a warrant. And yet there they were. Um, and, um, this uh, led to kind of a long relationship, uh, if, if you even want to call it that with the FBI, uh, we're actually at the end of that one, they even admitted that they were there because of Alex Jones, that they, they, they said it was specifically because of that. And you can actually see on the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, directly after that, Um, And and I have the minute number if everyone and if anyone wants that, I'll I'll send it to you later, where uh, Jones talks about working with the police and the Secret Service at the RNC um, and uh, alludes to these events. Um, So he he does talk about it at later points. But point being is that uh, uh, throughout the years, uh, 2017, uh, these right wingers uh, attempted to get me swatted by. Uh, they, they published my name as one of the speakers at this thing called the Boston Free Speech Rally, which was a, a closet a fascist rally uh, with uh, Gavin McGinnis and Joe Biggs and people like that. The guy. And um, I'm like, so everyone's yelling at me, What you know, what the fuck are you doing? You're you're, you're going to talk at this fascist rally. <laughs> what, what are you fucking talking about? Um, uh, and I discovered there my name was on the roster um, and as a result of it, Oliver chan they were not only saying uh, that you know I was an Antifa F H E G O T and uh, things like this. They were saying that I was going to come with B O M B. I don't know what things get like your your channel taken down. This is why. Oh, I'm I appreciate right it. Spelling it like a child. It's <laughs> um, just well, I you know I, I don't know because uh, you know. It it just uh, it it makes me very nervous uh, when these things kind of happen, and I've been watching a little bit of you uh, following the you know the the Tim Pool saga there uh, with his uh, his swatting, and the difference being is I get this fucking shit on camera. The fact that Tim is not uh, showing any videos with this makes uh, all of this highly suspect. We watched a little video today of the person that showed up at this second attempted swatting and Jesus fucking Christ, get the fuck out of here, Tim. Oh, is, uh, the, is the video out? Cause the
2: one I was watching, he was like, I'm not releasing the video. I, I don't, I don't want to show anybody.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, f- clearly he's, I mean, he's full of shit. Uh, I mean, the craziest thing I noticed is that, you know, he's, he's got this Libby Ammons on there, like, you know, a ton of times. Um, and you know, in, in that broadcast about halfway through, um, James O'Keefe starts uh, ranting about Charles Murray, like in favor of him. Uh, mm-hmm. But this Libby character, I looked her up, and she's the uh, the author and, uh, and I guess the actress in this thing called "How to Sell Your Gang Rape Baby for Parts." Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, if you know anything about.
2: This no, I yes, don't. Look oh. it up. Okay,
0: it's the craziest fucking thing. So, uh, like the, I mean, the basic synopsis is that, um, you know, there's the uh, a couple of women and and one of them is a Trump supporter and you know they don't want to have uh, an abortion and um so I, I guess they were gang raped by the football team and they can't sell the baby to uh, proper Christians because it's not uh it's not an all white football team and um so they have to end up selling it for for. Uh, I guess, uh, Joe Rogan's, uh, super male vitality, uh, some kind of, uh, fetus parts. Uh, oh, which is another great scene. Speaking of 20 foot the dumpster fire with Caitlin Bennett of Infowars, Vernon Vermin uh, and I got into uh, this thing with her. Uh, um, uh, she had initially approached me and she's, uh, she's, uh, she's trolling me. I'm trolling her back. Uh, She's asking, "What's one positive thing about Donald Trump?" I say, "Uh, "Well, he's made for a wonderful place for ferrets to live on his head." Um, And uh, then we got into kind of a talk about uh, taking the fetuses from Trump and giving them to Joe Rogan for super male vitality. And then uh, I I I summon Vermin, who's across the way, uh, when I got uh, tired of toying with her. And Vermin says, "Oh, I don't know. I can't hear Vermin." But uh, I think I just. uh Right. I, I you were just, you <laughs> girl, hey, He gun laid gun you girl, up for that and then it was just was, like gun. her silence. <laughs> so I, I was, oh, hey, gun and, gun girl, hey gun girl, hey gun girl, gun girl, where's
1: your gun? where's your gun. Where's your gun?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but but then so Ben Burkwam of like uh America's voice media, one of those right wingers, uh who is uh by the way, making these uh COVID videos, so oh woe is me, woe is me, he comes over and um uh, and, and ask Vermin if, if he loves uh, President Trump. And Vermin responds, oh, more than oh, life Donald itself. So and I, I want to suck, suck Trump's is- cock. Does everyone want to suck Trump's cock? And he gets all the little Trumpkins out there to start chanting, suck Trump's cock, <laughs> suck, Trump's cock. suck Trump's cock. Oh, my God. One of my fi- – I think it's in the trailer there. You probably showed it to people.
2: <laughs> um, I <laughs> – I uh, I know I'm getting pretty close to the the hour, but I have had a overpouring of questions for the two of you. I was wondering if I could ask a few of the questions from the audience, and uh, if you could try and answer them in, in one minute or less, if uh, if it's easy that way. Because uh, well, I gotta I gotta get to a lot of them. A lot of people are like uh, you gotta ask them this, ask them that, you know. Um. So is, is, is that all right, gentlemen? Can I can I ask oh, you some yeah. questions from the audience? If,
1: yes. If there yes or no questions that will. That will be. (laughs) Uh, The
3: answer
0: to the first question is yes. Yes. I I, I just want to say that Jimmy Dore originally interviewed me about this FBI raid, and that's the one that led to the whole kerfuffle with them. But do the questions.
2: Okay. Well, one of the questions is related to that. Uh, First question goes to to (laughs) Vermin Supreme Uh, Vermin, is Vermin's zombie turbine energy plan still on schedule? Yes. (laughs) Yes! A second question to Vermin Supreme. Did uh, you make the Libertarian Party look ridiculous or did they themselves make themselves look ridiculous?
3: Yes! (laughs) Yes!
2: Uh, Question to Rod. How did that ordeal happen with Jimmy Dore where you were calling him out on the Boogaloo Boys and why wouldn't he post it to his channel?
0: Uh, So that again goes back to 2016. After that first FBI raid at the RNC, uh, Jimmy was at the DNC, which was one week after that, um, and he was interviewing people on the street uh, per TYT. And uh, I told him of the entire experience. I did not think to record it because, uh, you know, I'm I'm not like that. Um, and uh, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. It's just, you know, kind of too bad that I gave him this huge scoop uh, to this person, uh, you know, who claims to be anti-state and anti-FBI and anti-authority. Uh, but I saw him at this uh, this Tulsi Gabbard event at the 2020 uh, campaign. And, um, you know, he was nice enough to give me an interview, which ended up in the movie. Um, and so I would I I'd just send him a lot of links to things to correct him, um, you know, th- throughout the year. And um, that was one of the things when I saw him post about uh, Magnus Panvidia. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're getting a couple of things wrong here. And uh, so he said, well, hey, do you want to come on to talk about it? And, when, you know, I'm, you know I, I really need someone to help me with. These people calling me a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. How do I make that stop happen? Uh which was part of uh, why I answered the way I did in in the kind of the opening segment there. I'm saying, well, you need to talk shit about Tim Poole and Tucker Carlson. I mean, like what a legend. in one election cycle, Jimmy Doran went from sucking Jenk Uger's neoliberal Dick to sucking Tucker Carlson's neo-Nazi dick. I'm like, I mean, there's all that stuff with, uh, you know, Blake Neff, uh, who had met with Matthew Heimbach, and I mean, I, you know, I can go on and on with the things that were fucking wrong that I was trying to get across to Jimmy in the DMs. He just didn't want to listen to me, and uh, for whatever reason, he got, he obviously got upset. Um, and so you see that in in the first minute or so, I I come out pretty strong, but then I, I very quickly realized, oh, he's not going to air this <laughs> unless I. You know, I'm not going to get my access unless I play along with whatever his bullshit is. Uh, And so uh, I feel so. the rest of the interview was a little bit lackluster. Um, Come at me again, Jimmy. I'm happy to do this for real. And uh, I'm happy to debate you, Tim Pool, or any you motherfuckers.
2: Well, I guess uh, the challenge has been set. Uh, And now uh, a question to Vermin. Uh, Can you ask Vermin about his history and interest in Discordianism and how informed is his method? Yes. (laughs)
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: I, I guess. <laughs> Natural poor Discordian. I did not come upon Discordian until uh, relatively late in life. Uh, but obviously once I did find it, um, you know, I, I think it was a, I don't know, somebody just asked me as uh, part of an interview or something if I was familiar with Discordian. i say no, but I have, a, I have a feeling that my fans are, as some of my fans are, and then I found my right. Uh, Facebook Discordian uh, organizations and uh, yeah, definitely Discordian and read the uh, Principia and uh, all that good stuff. So yeah, we're, we're all popes, baby. We're all popes. <laughs>
2: Nice. Uh, can I give a big shout out to The Goat and The Goblin? Thank you for the raid. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Goat and The Goblin. Uh, they are both fans of both uh, Rod and Vermin Supreme. Uh, so from The Goat and The Goblin, they say uh, a big hello and uh, a, lot of, a lot of respect for both of you. Um, a question to Rod. Uh, besides Vimeo, where can we find the movie and how are your films funded?
0: Uh, so the uh, this is Vermin Supreme is on Vimeo. The new movie the Dumpster Fire is on Apple TV, iTunes, Google Play. I, I'm, I'm quite the corporate chill here. Uh, uh, Voodoo, uh, which I think is uh, attached to people's TV sets somehow. Uh, YouTube movies, and I think after this initial phase, maybe in a month, it, it might be on some other services. I'm total be in Europe because I know there's European art being made. Um, as to funding, uh, for, for the most part, I've uh, worked in the, uh, you know, film and television industry, uh, you know, doing doing bullshit, whether it's, uh, you know, filming or, you know, kind, kind of like yourself. I've, uh, you know, just, you know, you, you, you make the rounds, uh, you know, doing, doing the best you can and I pay out of pocket.
2: Fair, fair. Uh, question for Vermin. Is the boot on your head a right footed boot or a left foot boot?
3: Yes, it
1: is. That is correct.
2: There you have it, everyone. That, the The answer that, that the no correct, one thought. That,
1: that statement is correct,
2: 100%. There you have it. Um, and then I guess one of the last things I would ask both of you, uh, my amazing guests, would be uh, where where can everyone find you? Where should they go? You've given so many different websites. Is there is there a main hub? Where everyone can just enjoy the the fruits of your creations.
0: Uh, you know, no one uses websites anymore. Mine's terrible. Vermin's is terrible. You just go to Vermin Supreme on Twitter or Rod Weber on Twitter. I, I mean, at least from my standpoint. Uh, you know, we do have Dumpster Fire Film, uh, but or, or just you know what? Go to Rotten Tomatoes. My my producers and distributors say that we we need more comments on Rotten Tomatoes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, verminstream dot com.
1: Um, there's that, and uh, the Facebook uh, official, the and the Twitter, and, and, the and, God uh, God and the TikTok. we talk about a lot. Yes. So, to see dumpster fire. The film. It's an amazing film. It's it's a film that's going to knock is, your socks hail off because you'll get to see Rod get his socks literally knocked off. Uh, and that's huh. uh, pretty pretty incredible stuff.
0: Well, I, you know, I would also just say, uh, you know, tell people to go, uh, you know, to that FBI Twitter account and, and tell them to lay the fuck off. I'm they, They've done five grand juries. This is the thing. Tim Pool and all these motherfuckers, they're bitching about this stuff day and night. Uh, but I, I'm the one that really bears the brunt of this. They say, you know, say that, you know, lefties aren't uh, attacked uh, for for uh, uh, putting out the news for doing my 2019 film, The Oppressed Majority, which was a renouncement of the straight pride people. I had my entire YouTube channel. uh, uh Deleted. Um, and, uh, you know, after five months of Vermin's people uh, petitioning to get it back, I have it back, but it's basically shadow banned. Uh, so these right wingers talk about how, how hard uh, big tech and Silicon Valley is to them. Fuck all that. Um, uh, th- and, th- and this is partly why I made the decision, uh, you know, to work with a distribution company because uh, my stuff keeps getting taken down. Um, so, uh, you know, I-, I don't know. All I got to say is-, is fuck those guys. It's uh f, f- FBI, goddammit going after Martin Luther King and now us. The, you know I, this is the thing. A- after the uh, the you know the first grand jury in Massachusetts, the 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 uh the U.S. attorney there actually kicked it out. The assistant U.S. attorney, I should say, the prosecutor, uh, kicked it out because the case was utterly bogus. The, this is one thing I didn't really answer there, um, is after January 6th, they went after us, uh, me and my wife, Lauren Pespisa, and the dumpster fire crew, um, uh, basically accusing me of a plot to assassinate Donald Trump, uh, which is just fucking utter horseshit on every fucking level. Uh, goes back to them accusing me of having a bomb with the Capitol Police in 2016. It goes on and on. But it got thrown out because it was utter fucking bullshit. They went shopping for more prosecutors and found one in Maine. Um, And so one of the things that I'd, I'd like to send People too is sign our petition on change.org, um, uh, which uh, you know occasionally we do uh, revamp that, and you know that's sent out to the the various authorities in Maine uh, because we've had uh, at least five grand juries have been convened that I know of, um, and the way that they operate these things is that they uh, get people to go in there, they pinch them on a small. Ch- Witnesses, they pinch witnesses on a small charge um, and then give them an immunity deal to lie about you. And even one of the people that that was involved in this uh, had confessed to me afterwards, uh, and I can prove this, I can prove this unequivocally, um, that uh, the prosecutor used this person to lie about us uh, in order to get these grand juries to keep going and going and going. And this is under the umbrella of January 6th. The uh, the FBI said uh, point blank to me that they came because the Proud Boys said that our film trailer 2020 the dumpster fire was proof of this so called assassination attempt um, and it's utter fucking horse shit to anyone who gives a fuck about the first amendment which I know you don't have in Canada um, but uh, for those American viewers over here uh, this should be very concerning uh, the fact that uh, you know J- Jimmy Dore could have been talking about this and decided to go on about the Boogaloo boys and whatever his uh, I don't know his his bullshit mask shit is of the day you know is uh, oh fuck that guy too yeah, that is Anyhow.
2: fun. All right, well, I'll I'll end with this message from Hagbard Selene to you both. And the message is, by the power vested in me by the goddess Eris, I, a Isomus, Hagbard Selene, name both Vermin and Rod, living saints of Discord, hail Eris, and all hail Discordia. I'm not entirely sure what that all means, but I assumed both of you would know. <laughs> I like it. Uh. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, good. thank you so much for joining. That was uh, that was amazing hearing your stories and and learning more about the wonderful world of uh, the Dumpster Fire 2020. Go check the movie out, everyone. Right. Go buy it. Go buy other things. Go buy the pipes. Buy the shirts. Buy the movie. Buy the books. Uh, and buy the uh, tasteful uh, pony erotica that uh, Vermin didn't toast the vod with this time. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> next <laughs> right. time, per- next time, perhaps. But uh, thank you very much for having us. Uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. It's always hard to knit together like a couple dozen years into a into a short amount of time to as for context to make it all make sense. It just it's just crazy. <laughs> so thank
0: you. Yes. Bye, thank guys. Thanks for having
2: us. <laughs> Well, that was a blast. That was the one and only Vermin Supreme of uh, Vermin uh, Supreme Pillows and Rod Webber of uh, 2020 The Dumpster Fire, the movie that every one of you is going to go to. You all want to go watch it now, right? Because it's uh, it sounds like it's a good movie with, uh, with comedy and, and movies and things like that. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times. And if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold, basically the you'll find us there, twitter.com slash for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help, and yeah, we hope to see you soon.
3: To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we beseech thee to smite down our enemies. To our monarch, Tom Spiker... We are but your humble court jesters here to amuse you. To our lords, Trevor R. We give thanks for this spit of land for us to eke out this meager existence. To our knights, Merid, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Ellie Leslie, Alex P., Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, that one guy, Hagbird, Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Val Nine Thousand, Genital. Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk. The Tim Caucus, Molti Mondi, Trevor Yanis, Lemmy 101, Anthropo Seren. Cern42, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramona Costa, Nkosin, Violent Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajonest. We raise our flag and avail, and we salute you, our friends.